everybody, and welcome to the Haven Underground Podcast. I'm Clayton. And I'm Jimmy. Today, we're going to get into a little bit of sports talk. Uh, Major League Baseball just come back, so let's get into it. But I think first we should introduce uh, what we're what we're drinking while we're talking about this. You want to go ahead and introduce yeah. that? Like we start every segment, we got to start off with a little taste test review. Um, today, we have New Trail, New Trail Brewing Company, their River Runner. It's an India Pale Ale. Um, it's one of their limited releases here. Um, a local brewery that we lo- we love supporting local. So, yep. uh, so you, how about you? You give us your reviews here, Clayton. Um, so I'm not a huge huge IPA kind of guy, uh, but I like it. It's got like a smooth beginning, and then and then it has that hoppy little bit of an end to it. But I yeah. like it. So I'm a big fan of the New Trail Brewing Company stuff. But so I would good. say that this is probably one of the best ones I've had. Yeah. I would definitely say so. Out of out of five stars, I, I'd give it I'd give it four. I'd go I go four four two yeah. five if we're getting little, technical little, with it. Another one up here myself. I'm over yeah. One, so. yeah, it it's good and I, I love the love the can on it too. It's mm-hmm. it's a nice summer brew. It's got a nice little kayaker here. And it's, it's a it's white light. water. It's light too. It is. It's, it's not too heavy, so it doesn't not too me. heavy. I don't drink one, and then it makes me sit there and feel all bloated and disgusting. So Absolutely. I'm, about I'm trying to find, like, how much alcohol is in this thing, but I don't think they you put know. it on here. But, no. yeah, there's enough. So so, uh, that's, so our, that's our taste test review. And jumping into our segment of the day, super excited about it. Some great news in sports here. Um, we've been waiting to do this segment since since spring, honestly. Since freaking March. Hey, baseball's back. Baseball's back. Baseball's back. Baseball's back. So uh, we, we have the uh, an article up here. We're going to break it down, talk to you a little bit about it, give our viewers here our stance on how baseball is going about it, what they're doing, some of the changes that um, are going to be in the season. And, uh, and yeah, so, so let's get her started here. So you have an article pulled up from uh, CBS Sports. So uh, – Give, give us the news, Clayton. All right, so first thing is we're going to – baseball is going to have a 60-game season. Um, I like it. That's enough. I mean, that, that's packing yeah. games in and into the fall here, but it's not it's not overbearing. It's a, it's a shortened season, probably a little over a third. But in, in anything at this time, it could be 20 games, and yeah, we'd still be stoked. You know, it's a that. short season. It's yeah. – dang, it's, it's shorter than our basketball seasons and our hockey seasons. It's yeah. – yeah. More than half, or less than half, rather than their traditional season. But hey, sixty games. Let's get it going. But I like reading this. I like how they did it. So there's sixty games total. Forty of them will be against division teams. Yep. So they're going to play forty games against their division, typical division opponents. Um, So that'll be ten games per opponent. Um, and then there'll be twenty interleague play uh, and interleague games. Uh, going into it, but the interleague games will be based on the geographical locations. So, like, uh, so like the Phillies are, uh, you're probably going to see like, uh, you're probably going to see a lot of uh, Eastern teams play each other. You're going to see a lot of Yankees playing, you know, Yankees match, Yankees, Phillies, um, Red Sox, Pirates. You're going to see a lot of stuff like that. Um, so I like that. It's a, it's a little bit of a change from what we normally, normally have in early play. It seems like every year every team has their set interleague got, you know, teams that they play all the time. It's always like the Phillies and Red Sox always have like 
you know, like a four game series, two home, two away kind of deal. Um, there's always like a Mariners, uh, Giants or something like that. So I, I like it. I like it's going to be a little different pace. Um, yeah. What, I, what I'm not sure, I don't understand the whole um, the player rosters. I don't know if you saw there. The teams have to submit a 60 player roster, mm-hmm. but they open with 30 players. So I don't know if the I don't know if they're doing like the extended rosters like typically at the end of the season where they go from 25, you know, to to whatever for the playoffs. I don't know. I don't understand. There's not enough details on that yet. I don't know that I – Yeah, and I mean, I guess it makes sense um, to have more players on the roster with – I mean, the whole the whole reasoning behind it is with the COVID-19. So let's say a player gets diagnosed with a test positive or whatever, so you have a bigger roster to fill there. Okay, here we go. So, so Jason Stark says that teams have to invite all 40 of their – all 40 players on their 40-man roster to camp. Mm-hmm. But – those players have to be paid regardless of their status. And then once the season begins, the teams can carry 30 players on their active roster, but the number drops to 28 after two weeks and then 26 after four weeks. I don't understand. Just stick with 40 yeah. play. You know what I mean? Just stick with or just stick with 30 players the whole time. Yeah, and, and there's going to be those finicky-type roles. I mean, they've been in not arbitration but close to it where – uh, the owner side, the league, and the players were going back and forth trying to figure out um, the, the salaries and how much the players are going to be getting played, how many games it's going to be. And it, it, they've been back and forth for at least a month or two. And honestly, if they would have just settled upon it, we probably would have baseball right now. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't really understand that role there. You know going to happen? is next year you're going to see a plethora of – that's a big word – plethora of uh, – Is that similar to, like, plethora? Sure. Yeah, okay, I okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I think that next year you're going to see a lot of service time, you know, issues with players. Like like Chris Bryant trying to debate service time. Like, you know, was he a pro for – five years or was it really six years based on when he was called up i think you're going to see a lot of that because you're going to have guys that were called up in the original 30 that might have you know got called down part way through what in you know it used to be it used to be if you were up for an x amount of days or months you know through the season so how's that changing with the short season i don't know we're going to find out though but i think the biggest thing i'm torn up about is universal dh the universal dh yeah that's probably one of the biggest changes there yeah. um, where going back one league had it, one league didn't, and they were adamant about it, you know, and it really made the leagues different. Yeah. And yeah. and there's been talks, there's been talks of mm-hmm. uh, the national league adopting the DH role. And I'm kind of torn because I'm a traditionalist. I like to see, I like to see a pitcher go to bat. I mean, it's just, and when you look at uh, like Joe Madden's been playing, a lot of years with um like moving that pitcher into like the you know yep. number eight number seven hole other than the traditional number nine hole and I kind of like it I think there's a lot more I think it takes a, a lot more skill and there's a lot more thinking going into it when you have that picture that pitcher in the lineup you know what you're kind of going to do and most guys think you know okay pitcher's either going to strike out you know strike out or occasionally walk whatever, but not a whole lot of pitchers hit unless you're like Bartolo Colon or something. Yeah, yeah. But I think for this season it's fine. I'll go with the DH for now, but 
I don't know that I want to see National League have a DH going further. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, the whole idea behind the, the DH is let's get a power hitter in there. Let's make the game more exciting for those that like to see the home runs, the more runs scored and everything. And I think I think this is going to be huge. I mean, there's so much strategy already into baseball, and maybe this takes a little bit of it away for the reasons that you were just talking yeah. about, of uh, moving around the lineup, having that pitcher come up. Um, that's typically maybe an easy out. But then whenever it's not an easy out and that pitcher gets a hit, like that's that's classic, man. That's yeah. like sports center top ten yeah. plays, like yeah. a pitcher coming in clutch, like he's not supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always look back to like the Phillies 2008 run, and you got Joe Blanton, you know, all 200 and 265 pounds of him with the knee high socks going in, and you going up there and just like shooting a bomb out to left center yeah. against the Dodgers, like it just that's crazy. It's classic, man. I love it, but. I don't know. I just I don't know that I want to see a DH in the NL next year. I mean, I think it's still something to talk about, but I don't I don't know. That. And we'll say, and and honestly, I mean, going back to those interleague games that we just talked about, and how there's going to be some more of them against your um, regional interleague teams, right? Um, it's uh, I think that puts the NL at a disadvantage there, where unless they're picking up that big power hitter that's going to be their yeah. DH, they don't have that roster spot. So, yeah. I mean, I can't sit here and think I'm, – I'm a Phillies fan, so I, I try to relate you know, everything to how the Phillies is going. Um, so if – I don't know. I really can't name a, another guy on the Phillies roster who I would see as your DH guy. Is Jimmy Rollins still there? Yeah, I wish. Oh, I he's wish. not. He's not anymore. I wish. Why would you put in the DH, man? Is he's Howard? He's your starter. Is that Howard guy? Yeah, Howard, Howard betrayed the Phillies, and he oh, signed he's as a too. like advisor role with the Braves. Chase Utley. Yeah, I wish. He's not there either. No, Utley's doing. Oh my gosh, man! Time you watch the baseball game. I don't watch the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, but Jesus, if you pay attention to baseball, you know Utley. Utley went to the Dodgers, played there for yeah, a couple years, and now he's I'm on. Just um, on you. I'm just Dodgers on you. Are killing me here. Who do you got? Name three Phillies players. Three Phillies players right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Reese Hoskins, uh, Scott Kingery, and we're gonna go Aaron Nola. They're they're your they're your big guys. They're your they're they are. Guys. And notice I didn't even name Harper. Most guys. Uh, Bryce Harper. Harper. Bryce Harper is but there. I'm, I'm gonna give him a break right now because he needs to de-stress. He's getting ready to have a second kid. Oh and boy. This and that. I mean the, the old the I don't even think the one he just had is even a year yet, and he's already popping out another one. He's trying to trying to make the Harper. Good family, family guy there. Oh, yeah, big family. Well, that's what 300 and some million dollars will get you. Yeah, well. I mean, that must be nice. Couple kids. Um, I think that I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll, 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 see, we'll, out. we'll see where it goes. I, I'm excited about it, honestly. And that's coming from an NL guy, yeah. Pirates fan yeah. here. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Really done much research or looking into it to well, see. Done much winning in the last bunch of years either. Yeah, I mean, well, you don't got to win to be good. <laughs> well, you certainly aren't good without winning either. Yeah, man, yeah. Man. What do you think about the trade deadline? So trade deadline in August, yeah, August thirty first. What do you think about that? So the next one, yeah, it's the transaction freeze to end this week. Um, they're talking about. Uh, uh, you skipped that one. You skipped that. Yeah, section. because I didn't feel it was interesting. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either. I just looked at it. And, uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't really care about the transaction. Yeah, let's talk about the trade deadline falling in August. Uh, I mean, with the 
I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's really much to talk about there either. I mean, where does that, where's that fall in the season? August 31st. So it's a month later than usual. So it fell on July 31st before. Now it's August 31st. Um, It's the midpoint of the season. So that's the midpoint of that 60 game season. I just don't. I, to to me, the trade deadline's always big, exciting. You know, I see. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I watch, you know, watch the Twitter and stuff for updates from, you know, Ken Rosenthal and John Heyman and all of them trying to figure out, you know, who's going where, you know, you know, down to the minute, you know, trades. But I'll be honest with you, this year I don't really care who gets traded or whatever. You had your big trades last year. Yeah. Um, you know, your offseason accusations with, you know, Mookie going to, um, the Dodgers and that kind of stuff. But like, I just right now, I just want to see baseball. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's the beginning of the season, too. So you're not really thinking about trade deadline um, whenever the season hasn't even started yet. Yeah. And it's still kind of a month away from us here um, where players are reporting at the beginning of July for training camp again, yeah. going through that. And then at the end of July, there they're starting the season. So, I mean, it maybe it's early. So going back to it to make it a little more clear here for our listeners, um, the trade deadline came towards the end of the season um, traditionally where there's about a month, a month and a half left of the season. And now it's coming at like the 30 game mark. So halfway through the season too early. I I, I don't know that, but so you always hear the term rental, like teams getting a rental for the end of the season, you know, having a player that, you know, his contracts up the end of the year, they're only getting use out of them for, you know, another month or so. This really puts the term on rental. Look at how many players who this is the last year of the contract, so they're they're getting paid last, playing last games. So in some in some aspect, they're not having the wear and tear on their bodies. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of older players, maybe you know, who maybe were thinking about retiring or maybe have another year left in the tank, maybe getting an additional year. Um, so truly, a rental player. I don't know. That's kind of a that's kind of a mixed thing this year. We'll we'll see and find out. Yeah, and. And, I mean, traditionally, too, the trades happen between the teams that are in it and the teams that are far out of it. So, like, using the Pirates as an example, I mean, those two seasons going back in the last 10 years where they were actually in it, they traded for some top-name players. Um, and then all those other seasons, um, whenever they are out of contention, they're trading away some of their best players to the Yankees, the Red Sox, so yeah. on and so forth. So, I don't know. I think it might be – I think it might be a little early, but it'll be interesting to see. Again, a lot of strategy in baseball. So it'll be interesting to see how um, the coaches and the general managers really use that role change there. So uh, what I'm really, I'm really excited to see is Dusty Baker down in Houston. Dusty Baker, you know, old school guy, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he, maybe the last year or two, he, he managed, he started to get a little, Maybe a little bit of the analytics side, but he's he's like ninety percent old school. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how he's going to play this all because he's like a. I love Dusty. I love him too. There's he's a good like dude. My, but when the Phillies were yeah. trying to go after a new manager, my top two were Dusty Baker and Joe Girardi. I mean, I'm happy to Joe Girardi, but like Dusty Baker's like, you want to play for that guy? Yeah, you you want to, but here's he's going to have a sands full here. So we haven't we haven't been talking much about the Astros here no. uh, since baseball went into. They're quiet period yeah, here. First, like 10 batters is pretty and, training that day. Yeah, and you, you think we're going to see it? Regular season, yeah. Astros players well, get beamed again? Well, i tell you what. I, normally I'd say yes, but I 
don't think there's going to be as much of it as you would normally think just mm-hmm. because you're going to see players that, hey, we waited this long. I want to play. Yeah. I don't want to take the risk of nailing this guy in the head. As much as I want to, I want to nail this guy in the head from cheating. Man. You know, I, I want to take out Jose Altuve at the knees, but I don't want to risk having a 10, 15 game suspension. Absolutely. Something like that. And then missing out. Missing a six of the season, yeah. a fifth of the season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if anybody, if anybody, any team benefited from this, I mean, the Astros probably still wish they were playing baseball right now, but Man, they they made out like bandit to this. Got, we we haven't heard of this they for like months. I always forgot about it and until now, we you just brought up Dusty Baker. And I'm actually sitting there thinking about it. I haven't seen. You know, I've been trying to watch a little more. You know, ESPN and stuff lately. Just trying to get back into because before all this was, was NBA and NFL. And now we're seeing a little bit of baseball, so I've been watching it. But yeah, nobody's talking about the Astros. Not even on MLB Network. Nobody's talking about the Astros right now. And I'm sitting there thinking they got away with one. Yeah, they really, they did. really did. They made they out, did. man. AJ Hinch is sitting there in his, you know, sitting there in his house and sitting there thinking, "Damn, right now would be great time to not have, you know, mm-hmm. not have screwed up and still be a manager." Uh huh. Yeah. Um, what so, do you think about the? Uh, what do you think about the old? Uh, the COVID specific inactive list. So, for for the listeners here, so the COVID specific initiative list. So according to ESPN's Jeff Passan. MLB is having a COVID-19 specific initiative um, that lists players that show positive or uh, positive signs or symptoms of COVID-19. So they have an injured list that's a little bit different. So traditionally um, on the injured list, it requires hitters to miss at least 10 days. Um, So with this COVID list, it can be less than that. It can be more than that, depending. So kind of adjusting those roles there to make it more fair or equitable um no this rule is getting abused hardcore you think oh 100 110 percent. this rule is getting abused one on one i'm okay with it being a five you know make it a five day sit out or a 10 day sit out <clears throat> make me you know set some levels even if they're low levels mm-hmm. set them out because what you're going to see is okay we're we're getting towards the end of the season we have um you know, big series coming up, you know, just say, you know, just say Yankees, Red Sox, you know, you know, next to last series of the year, divisions on the line, you know, playoff hopes on the line. You have, you know, just say you have uh, a Tanaka or something on the mound for the Yankees, but he, he's your top guy. He, you want him to pitch, but he just pitched three days ago. Okay. So we're going to put him on the COVID list, you know, for two days, you know, say you have a, a you know, a, an off day in between series, stuff like that. You're going to give him, you know, put him on the list for a day or two just so you can start him in the next series. Uh, yeah. It, it's kind of like how it's, it's like how players, you know, how sometimes managers and players, you know, pull that stuff in the playoffs and stuff. I think you're going to see it. Yeah, maybe. It's an advantage. Maybe. A smart manager is going to figure out a way to take advantage of that rule. I, and it doesn't say here, but I'm sure there's some type of bylaws in that where, like, hey, you have to show them. The positive COVID test that, like, hey, I just tested positive for COVID, so I have to be out for whatever set amount of days until I come up not being positive. Hey, for Rob Manfred hardly knew how to make baseball happen. Actually, <laughs> thought about virals. Come on now. Oh boy. But that's that's that one. Let, let's look at the next thing here. So, unsigned players head to Nashville. So, what's that one talking about? This is my favorite part of this. And, and, and reading all about this stuff and looking over, this is my favorite part of this this whole thing. 
baseball going to Nashville. Now, it sounds quirky, but, but hear me out on this. So basically what the MLB is proposing, that MLB is talking with the city of Nashville. And what they're going to do is basically make two teams of unsigned players who are going to be you know, paid basically to remain in shape. So it's going to kind of be like two minor league teams where you're probably going to have your best unsigned players, you know, your best unsigned free agents out there or teams that um, cut guys from rosters, you know, when they drop from the 30 to 26 and, you know, all that. Um, but basically they're going to hang out. And I was kind of watching the, um, the, the minor league ball club in Nashville, the Sounders. Um, I, I think that they're basically going to be a host for this. Okay. Um, so basically what's going to happen is these players will then be placed on a team, two teams in Nashville, and they'll be paid to remain in shape as potential replace, replacement players. Um, so should the need arise during the season, the teams would then have to pay to add these players. So basically it's like a free agent. It's, it's basically like them being a free agent, hanging out in Nashville. You know, they'll get paid a minimum. They'll probably get paid like, you know, they'll probably get paid maybe $100,000 or something uh, a year or for the rest of the year uh, to stay in shape and kind of be ready to go. And then if a team wants them, they'll say, hey, okay, you know, you agree on a contract for, you know, a million dollars or whatever to come play for this team. Um, it's They're not exactly clear who would be involved and how it would work, but it's a possibility that's being discussed. And I like it because I've said for years there should be – if you're going to expand uh, another team to MLB, Nashville's the place to go. Oh, Nashville's is. become such a great sports city with mm-hmm. the Reds and the Titans. I mean – it's unbelievable. Great, great sport fans there. Uh, great city. God, one of my favorite cities. Love that place. Love it. Great. Every time I'm there, it's, you know, I was there probably five or so years ago, and it was like, okay, like, you have the Titans, and like, yeah, Preds. Like, yeah, we're definitely Preds fans, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, never being there, like, you know, two, three years ago, it's like, hey, man, the, you know, the Titans are really looking up. You know, Mike Vrabel's uh, got the team, you know, going in the right direction. You know, so we've got Titans, Preds. Then last year, Titans going to the playoffs, man. It's oh, just yeah. the, the sport fandom in that city has just blown up. It is. And I'm all bad. I love it. I, I my, my next goal is to catch a couple games in Nashville. But a baseball team there, that's classic. Because you got Vanderbilt, yes. who is basically – Oh, great. top five, top three great college baseball. baseball. University, yep. um, and even Tennessee's got a good baseball program. I mean, mm-hmm. University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and, and, and Memphis is okay. And it just fits. Like, the two cultures, you got America's pastime, you got the city of music, country music. It's yeah. music They, they city, fit together, man. man. Music City National. Oh, I yeah. Just, I, think it's, I think it's great. I'd love to see it. And even if it's not a major league team, they have a couple minor league teams there. But I just – I would love to see – more, you know, a greater capacity of baseball played there. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. So we're starting to run out of time here for our segment. Um, but just some of the other changes that I wanted to touch upon personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so the postseason format. So it was discussed that they were going to up it to 16 teams instead of the traditional 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was turned down by both sides there. Um, so the playoff structure is staying the same for 2020. So three division winners and then the two wild card teams per league. Um, so playoffs remaining the same. Um, playoffs, I had it here, starting at the end of September. So September 27th, the postseason yeah. will start. Um, we talked about the DH there. 
the extra inning rules. This is another new one. I like it. So for those that aren't familiar with it, the extra innings rule. So any extra inning, you're having a player start out on second base. So a runner on second base. Why don't you like it? I just, like I said, I'm a traditionalist, and I I like the idea that you got to fight for what you get. And to me, putting a runner on second, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have these elite teams that are in the playoffs, and it's going to come down to postseason. So you're going to put Mookie Betts on second. You know, you're going to put you know Scott Kingery on second. You're going to put you know these speedy guys on mm-hmm. second. Just the speediest guy on your team. He may not be great, you know, great at batting, but you're going to put him on base. Yep. Almost instantly, you're going to have a pitcher so much focused on the batter, it's almost like give him a third base. You give him a pop up, you're a third. Get another pop up, you're home. It just seems too simple for me. Yeah. Maybe if you're going to leave a runner on, put him on first. You know, okay. Put him on first. So then, okay, a double play. Yeah, that almost benefits. I mean, it's the hard. defense there a little bit, more. right? Just so double play first. ball. So oh, either way, guys, over the guy on second, you're benefiting. You know, the, yeah. the, the batting team. But I mean, both teams get it. It's not like one is, one isn't. True, but I just—it's different. It's different, and I don't like. It. And as baseball fans, we're traditionalists, right? We like to see the role stay the same that they've been since the early 1900s, yep. right? Um, but but it, it'll be interesting if it helps to bring in viewers. What and I think little, it will. Little probably are left. I think after it will. This old baseball debacle. Because as as sport fans, you like to see scoring. This increases that. It will likely shorten up the games a little bit more, too. So hitting all the critiques yeah. that baseball is boring, it's too long. Maybe this like, will address it. You don't like uh, watching an extra inning games goes to, like, one in the morning? You don't like that? Or, like, three in the morning? Yeah. yeah. You don't like that? I mean. I love that. Yeah. I love being able to tell my boss or, you know, tell my professor whatever, hey, I couldn't make it to class because I was up till uh-huh. the morning watching, yeah. you know, the Yankees go into, you know. I've heard that one many minutes. times. I've heard that one. I love it. I'd rather do it. Another one here um, that has uh, the the COVID-19 roots to it is that pitchers are allowed to use a wet rag instead of licking the ball now. Or not licking the ball, but licking their fingers. I mean, maybe they lick the ball too, but instead of licking their fingers, oh, it's it's happened before. So they're allowed to use a wet rag there. Okay, so like – no. I mean, no. It, it's different. It's I guess it's more more sanitary. I don't know. I want to know who came up with that one, the Players Association or – Well, it was agreed upon, so I don't know. That's like a reliable that you don't tell anybody about. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, like, that's a highlight. I, just, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm all about I – I get it. I want to lift the ball or whatever. But at the same time, players are still going to do it. Yeah, you know, no player is gonna sit yeah. there and get in their head like, "Oh, hey, I can't lift my fingers now. I got." I think, I, I think honestly though that uh, if an umpire saw them licking their fingers, I think there was a bylaw in that where like it counts as a ball or something like that. Really? I, I thought I saw something of that. Don't quote me on it, but I thought I thought I heard on ESPN they were talking about that a little really? bit. Um, another rule. Um, so the newly implemented three batter minimum rule remains intact. So each relief pitcher must face at least three batters. Um, again, it's kind of taken out some of that strategy here. Where That's what they, weren't they going to do that at the beginning of this year anyway? I think so. There's a minimum yep. of three batters. I'm good with that because I'm fine with it. As, as, a, as someone who used to not only play, you know, and use baseball, but then coached, 
I always like I don't care if a kid's struggling to walk the first three or four batters. I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. letting him tough it out until he makes at least two or three outs. So like I'm all about that. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Let make them face somebody. You know, this whole like having a guy come in for one batter. One batter. Shit, yep. I hate that. Or even just to finish up one batter mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're done. It's yeah, it's again. I mean, I keep saying it, hey, but you just it, gotta throw a nasty curveball. So we're gonna bring in Joe Schmo over here because uh-huh. he throws a better one just to get this lot. Like, or bring up this guy because the batter that's up now is batting zero against him. You know, is zero for ten. So we're gonna yeah. get him out, and then he's gonna go hit the showers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like some some different strategy there too. But uh, hey, it doesn't matter. Baseball's back. Baseball's back, man. I think uh, I'm, I'm super pumped. So I think that uh, this was a short segment. So I think for our next segment, we're going to try to go a little longer. Yeah. Our, our first segment was longer. First segment was almost an hour. Mm-hmm. I think this one, um, we're, we're going to hit about just a minutes. Just a little extra bonus track. We, we had to get on and talk about baseball because it's, it's time to it's play happened, ball. Man. It's, it's time happened. to play ball. I can break the, uh, break the Phillies jersey out again. Break it out. So do we do we want to give a little teaser of what we're going to talk about next episode? Honestly, so I think next time we need to get into – we'll probably talk a little bit more baseball, but I think we should definitely get into some possible um, college football. College football. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's coming up here. Yeah. And all the players are coming back for training camp. So I think that I think college football and college sports in general I think is going to be a good next topic. Absolutely. Maybe we'll do another uh, little top five, our top five favorite something. Yeah, like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do a countdown. We did the albums last time, so maybe we uh, we do something else. I like it. We'll come up with it. So stay tuned next guys, next time, guys, and we will uh, have some more awesome content for you. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.